0: Well, hi everybody, uh, it's Phil here. Welcome to this little extra that we're providing on the day of Pentecost. Uh, the message that was shared on Sunday, the Pentecost Sunday. I just didn't have time to cover these slides, so I wanted to come back and give you the opportunity uh, to listen to the explanation for the scriptures, but also to encourage you to dig into the scriptures. Uh, so of course, in the message you will have access to, it's available on YouTube, Facebook, and via our app, Uh, But we're talking about the day of Pentecost, and we read in Acts chapter 2 that they were with one accord in one place. You'll hear me explain that they were hearing a sound of heaven, that tongues of fire rested on each one, and they were filled with the Holy Spirit, which is the whole point of talking about the day of Pentecost. But why is that important to us? There are three things. The first thing that I explained In the message, which you can hear in more detail, is that they were filled with the Holy Spirit by way of baptism. And we read in Acts chapter 2 verse 4 that they were filled with the Holy Spirit. The Greek word written by Luke as he recorded this event of history, the Greek word is used, which means a one-time event empowered for a work of service. There's a fullness, there's an accomplishment that you have been filled with the Spirit for a purpose. And as you can see, I said that you are filled with the Holy Spirit as a finished work, to be empowered for a purpose, which is your work of service. What I'd like to do in this short video is contrast that with the ongoing filling of the Holy Spirit. And we read about this in Ephesians chapter 5. Paul's writing to the church and he's speaking. He says in verse 18, don't be drunk with wine because that will ruin your life. Instead, be filled with the Holy Spirit, be singing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, making music to the Lord in your hearts, and give thanks to God for everything in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Now, the word he uses here for being filled with the Holy Spirit in verse 18 is pleru. It's a Greek word that means filled, but it's an ongoing, it's a renewal. It's causing you to be filled up, but to be furnished and supplied liberally. What does that mean? that there's an ongoing pouring out of God's Holy Spirit that's available for you if you live the way God is asking you to live. And in this passage, in the letter to the church in Ephesus, so if you're looking at your Bibles, just look at the paragraph from Ephesians 5 verse 15 through to verse 20. Paul is saying, be careful how you live. Don't live like fools, but live like those who are wise. This is the key to being filled in an ongoing way with the Holy Spirit, that the Lord would fill you to make you fill, to overflow, to furnish and supply you liberally with all that you need. Now, there's an example there in the scriptures we see in Luke chapter 2 and verse 40. It's actually speaking about Jesus when he was a young boy. We know from reading this that his parents would go to Jerusalem for the feasts for the festivals for the holy days and it says there that uh, Jesus has fulfilled the requirements Jesus parents had fulfilled the requirements of the law as per the festival they returned to Nazareth there the child which is Jesus grew up healthy and strong he was filled with wisdom And God's favor was on him. See, the point here that Paul is trying to make when he writes this in Ephesians chapter 5 is that we as believers should live a life like Jesus did. We should follow the pattern God's given us for living so that God will continue to fill us and mature us, to grow us into maturity like Jesus. That we would be healthy and strong and filled with wisdom, filled with the Holy Spirit. This is my desire for the church, that we would be filled with the Holy Spirit daily through relationship with him to be developed into maturity. That we would not be a church of immature believers, but that we would be a church of mature believers filled with the Holy Spirit. And there's a reason why we would do this, and you're going to hear that shortly. So it's important that we're filled with the Holy Spirit for growth. But I want to show you another parallel. As I studied this, I find another parallel, and it's another letter of Paul. It's Colossians chapter 3, and I want you to look at the paragraph that's wrapped around verse 16. Because Paul writes these letters, and he shares wisdom across the churches. Paul's desire was that they would each get access to these letters, that the region would share them and read them publicly in the synagogue and in the church and in the gathering places and the homes. But look at this, verse 16, Paul says this, Let the message about Christ and all its riches fill your lives. Teach and counsel each other with the wisdom he gives. Sing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs to God with thankful hearts. And whatever you do or say, do it as a representative of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks through him to God the Father. He's saying exactly the same thing that he just said to the church in Ephesus. Here's my point. He's writing about living the pattern that God had given us. And he says in verse 16, Let the message about Christ in all its richness fill your lives. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly. What's the point? The point for you to access the infilling of the Holy Spirit for growth is to let the Word of Christ dwell in you richly. This is how you access the fullness of the Holy Spirit, the infilling of the Holy Spirit, the oversupply, the liberality of God, the richness of the maturity of the Spirit that is designed for all believers. You access that by letting the Word of Christ dwell in you richly. You see, the process of maturity requires connection with other believers and the regular reading of God's word together. As it says here in Colossians 3, teach and counsel each other with all the wisdom He, God, gives you. Sing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs to God with thankful hearts. We're to do this in a community of other believers the maturity process for every single one of us is dependent on the connection we have with other believers, that we would bring God's word into the center of our gathering in order that we would build, strengthen, encourage, and motivate one another to become more mature, to grow up in Christ, that we would represent Christ to the world around us. Because finally, my friends, your entire motivation for having a hunger and a desire the infilling of God's Holy Spirit on an ongoing basis, is that you'd be filled with the Holy Spirit for God's glory. God will be glorified through you. And you, you can hear me explain this and give a reason for this in the message from Sunday the 23rd of May, Pentecost Sunday. In that message, I join the dots between the spring feasts that the Jews were asked to or commanded to be celebrating by God. Those feasts connect us to Jesus, but more importantly, what Jesus did connects us to God and the life He's designed for us. So I encourage you to go back and listen to that message again. Now that you've got the middle bit, go back and listen to the message and understand God's heart is that you would be filled with His Holy Spirit so that God will be glorified through you. Friends, you're a sign that points other people to God. I encourage you, as you seek God, to ask God to fill you, to renew you with His Holy Spirit again and again and again, that you would be made more mature, that you would be a signpost that points other people to Jesus Christ. May be blessed as you go on this journey with Him.